No, that's not how the song it begins with. We're leaving together. Okay, I actually know the lyrics to that song. Anyways. We're heading for Venus. Let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the gift of your word um, and your eternal presence with us. God, guide us. We may be faithful to you, our task, and your word. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening, friends, and welcome uh, to another edition of Scripture Talk podcast, where uh, you know, uh, minus heavy metal intros, um, we uh, talk about Scripture. Um, I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me, as ever, is Sister Brandy Dudley. Pastor Scott Ketchot. And on the ones and twos. Brother Stacy Tyler. Um, and yes, we are uh, here once again. I, it sounds like uh, from the chat that um, internet is fighting us. Congratulations. Uh, go Zito, our favorite people. Um, wait, you know. Uh, but. Maybe one day we'll Zito's be with the final count. Yeah. We're, 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 yes. Well, well, I'll once again get to tell the robot lady in my office to play Ding Dong the Witch is Dead. <laughs> I have done that recently. Uh, when uh, a joyous event happened, I played Ding Dong the Witch is Dead. And when we can finally let go of Zito, I will be, I will tell Yo Robot Lady, play Ding Dong the Witch is Dead, and we will dance about the office joyously. Um, before that day comes. Or fiber optic. Or, yeah, when we get e-text. Um, anyways, our scripture this evening is Mark chapter 10, um, but this time uh, verses uh, 46 through 52. Uh, we have uh, changed locations. They came to Jericho, and he and he and his disciples, excuse me, as he and disciples, and a large crowd were leaving Jer- Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Tim- Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. So, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately, he regained his sight and followed him on the way. This is where, this is one of those, this is, uh, you know, in a very long list of healing miracles, Mark is extremely interested in healing miracles. Mark doesn't talk about much, but boy, does Mark talk about healing miracles and casting out demons. Um, as far as uh, Jesus is, you know, here is here to uh, cast out demons, heal people, and chew bubble gum, and he's all out of bubble gum, um, and so he is <laughs> healing people and casting out demons. But this is what makes this healing miracle interesting, important, um, stand out is the language. So Jesus says, "Your faith has made you well." The thing the guy does to demonstrate his faith isn't calling out, isn't just calling out to Jesus. Because he could call out to any number of, there are a lot of people traveling around the Judean and Galilean hillsides um, claiming to be prophets or whatever. Um, there's a fair amount of that going on. The difference is, this guy says Jesus, son of David, calls Jesus, Jesus, son of David. That is, this guy sees clearly 
is an, another in the same way as the rich young ruler, except it goes better for this guy. Um, this guy sees clearly who Jesus is. Jesus is the son of David, right? That was contested, right? That was not, not everyone believed that. We believe that. We know that to be true. They didn't know that to be true. They thought it might be true. But this guy knows it in his heart that he's true. He knows going to Jesus will help him. He knows why going to Jesus will help him because Jesus is the son of David and Jesus does take mercy on him. Um, you know, open opens his eyes and he is able to see and go away joy, joyously. And again, the, also the language of my teacher, right? This is understanding who Jesus is, that he can have this relationship with Jesus, and that that impact, that the impact of that relationship with Jesus um, is the impact he's seeking for his life. His faith began to go into effect before he even got to Jesus, because it says, so throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. He's yes. already beginning to get clear as he's going toward yeah. Jesus. So that's that's amazing how his face calling him out by his true name and everything and he believes who he is he's already starting to get his sight before he even reached to jesus that's that's powerful to me right because how does he know you know one of those like how does he know where jesus is right <laughs> he just springs up and goes to jesus now maybe someone helped him we don't know but like yeah mark Mark leaves room for the guy can already see and just hasn't realized it yet, right? As he's having this guy, you know, if I, I have done a staging of this, but a really good staging of this would be Adeline going, you can see me, right? Oh, ah, ah. so caught up in the moment. How did I find you? And interesting enough, though, though it's done in different ways, uh, he had this faith that Jesus could do something for him. That's why he's crying out. He's not just quietly waiting for alms. He's not even right. asking for alms. Uh -huh. He is Jesus, son of God. Have mercy yeah. on me, realizing that something can be done that's tied to that mercy. I, I, I think about the, the lady with the issue of blood who was quieter but still had that, I must get to uh -huh. Jesus yeah. to touch uh -huh. him. He, we see this in the way that he's crying out. You know, I, I Have mercy. Don't pass me by. Right. Because he realizes that, this is an important moment in his life. Jesus is there. Don't miss it. Right. And he, Jesus is there and he has, this may be the only time he has access, mm -hmm. right? When is the next time Jesus is going to pass through Jericho? And so he knows. And so he seeks, he wants, he's clawing, you know, clawing his way for, he's not letting people stop him. He's going to get mm -hmm. to Jesus and, you know, Jesus hears him, welcomes him in and, works out well. And so his faith made him well. His faith of knowing who exactly Jesus truly is, um, not letting an obstacle get in his way um, of going to Jesus, whether it's his own blindness, whether it's, you know, so the social conventions of you're not, his rabbi is supposed to come to you, whatever, right? Whatever that social convention that he's, you know, going against and making people mad at him, you know, don't be too loud in church, darn it. Um <laughs> I'm also sitting here thinking about the ouchness of the fact that um, he did not delay to act upon what Jesus told him to do. Yeah. He didn't pause to make sure, well, is that really what I should do? Yep. Do I yeah. need to get confirmation on that? He sprang up and immediately... Yeah, immediately, yeah, immediately yeah. followed him on the way. Yeah, yeah. His, his mind was made up that he was going to Jesus. He did yeah. not want to miss that opportunity. And like you said, Trey, nothing didn't stop right. him. The people around him didn't stop him. They're telling him, shut up, be quiet. 
you're making too much noise and he shouted louder. I, Jesus, son of David, have mercy yeah. on me. So yeah. he acted upon that. He didn't want to miss that opportunity. Uh, Jeannie makes a comment in the uh, chat that the power of Jesus draws people to him. Uh-huh. And and it really does. Uh, both the uh, healing power and just, the, just something about him, which is interesting because scripture kind of talks about how there isn't anything natural about him that would draw people to him. But people were constantly right. drawn to him about that because he's not this—he's not this flashy, yeah. over-the-top figure, right? He is always in simple, you know, simple clothes. He is the son of a carpenter. Uh, Jericho. Uh, my memory is that Nazareth is essentially a suburb of Jericho, um, so Jesus is, you know, kind of near to his hometown. Um, it's been a minute since I've been there, but I, yeah, I think essentially um, he is. He, so there are people in this community that would have known him uh, right. growing up, right? Um, and so here is this, you know, homespun son of a carpenter, uh, you know, born under vaguely uncertain circumstances, you know, early in in Mark's gospel. Jesus gets mocked yeah. for his parentage, right? Um, you know, Mary gets called a very foul name, essentially, yeah. um, which we know not to be true, but, you know, people are like that sometimes. And so... Again, you're right. There is nothing. The part of the point is setting up what a true king looks like, what a true ruler looks like, what a true follower of God looks like, and it's not this flashy thing. Jesus does miracles, but none of those miracles are you know make him wealthy, right? He just continues to be a, a poor traveling man followed by a poor traveling band, and here this man who is blind, in some ways doesn't need to see all of that he knows in his spirit um it's not distracted by you know the visuals of you know how you know how can this simple carpenter be the son of god he just knows this is the son of god i'm i and i nothing is going to get in the way not my own uh, not my own challenges not the challenges of the crowd and then you know once he does literally see the light he follows jesus right that leads the, the next action he has he's sat blind his whole life now he's off following him on the way. He goes along the way. And this, so this guy, what Jesus does is not surprising in this. We have a, a thousand, you know, a hundred miracles like this. But this guy's action is remarkable. He knows in his heart, even before his encounter with Jesus, Jesus' true identity. Calls mm-hmm. out to Jesus as the son of David. Receives what he's asking for. And then keeps following after Jesus, right? This leads to a life, this healing, this transformative encounter leads to a change in his life, not just that he can see, but also now that he is following Jesus along the way. I have a question, though, because see, like the others that he healed, uh, I'll take the man in the cemetery, for example, the Legion. Yeah. Um, he healed him, delivered him from the, the demons he had in him. But and he wanted to go with Jesus, but he told him, you know, go and tell the people in your sure. town, then let him go. So what's the difference between that encounter and this encounter where well, Bartimaeus like, is going with him now? I think I think some of it is in that one, it's what does Jesus need you to do? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. In in this case, he follows after him. If that guy is told by Jesus, you know, go tell the folks, then go tell the folks, right? Like, you know, everyone is called to a different thing. I think I'm looking more at the for both of those folks, it is their encounter with Jesus transforms more than just their physical existence. There is also a spiritual and life transformation, a circumstance of life transformation that comes from this encounter with Jesus. 
I also think there's a timing difference mm-hmm. of what's going on. Okay. Uh, pr- previously, uh, he was trying to keep it on the down low because as more got out, the crowd prevented him from being able to go back into the cities the way he was doing. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, and I'll have to look up to know for sure, but going through this this time, he's slowly starting to make We're his direction toward Jerusalem. And it's toward that uh, that final entry that he knows not everybody else is realizing but he's realizing this will be the final although he's entry. told them recently yes. in chapter 10 yes <laughs> he's, they, they just don't quite get it and so he's on that trip back and so it's kind of like all right follow along we're all going to jerusalem yeah, right. where yeah. this the rubber meets the road so it's like yeah we're on legion. our way back so um, it's like with legion not yet with with bartimaeus let's do this you know? yeah yeah okay. so yes this is where yeah he's he is most definitely on his way back um, at this point, um, anyways, um, and so yeah, I mean that's the that's the hinge point of why did I let go? Of, hold on, sorry, I lost one of my tabs. <laughs> Got really into looking up Facebook, looking up Jericho that I lost the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're on our. We're, this is we've crossed. We're way past the halfway point in the Gospel of Mark. We are now heading towards Jerusalem, towards his sacrifice. Um, I think this is our last. We've done a couple from chapter ten. Um, I think this is our last one from chapter ten. But yeah, we're on our way back, and so, and now a crowd is following him, and this is yeah. this is leading to the kind of, you know, the triumphal entry, the Palm Sunday moment, yeah. um, which we won't get to um, in terms of our story until the spring, because we take this break to, you know, we're, we're actually we're coming to the end of the year. Um, we're a few weeks from the Christian end of the year, which is uh, late November, yeah. because the beginning of the Christian year is Advent. Advent begins the year, um, and so we're coming up on New Year's, Christian New Year's, uh, which is the Advent, the first Sunday of Advent, where we'll always talk about the end of the world. Spoiler alert, um, in, uh, the first Sunday in Advent, you always talk about the apocalypse. Um, you begin Advent with the end times. Fascinating. Um because like it's always like, you know, Matthew 25 um, is often, it's not a Matthew 25 year. Or is it? No, I guess it is a Matthew 25 year. We're in Mark right now, so it's a year A. Okay, so it's yeah. a, no, no, it's Luke. No, it's be Luke. It's, it'll be okay. Luke this year, so I don't know. Right. Um, but usually, if it's a Matthew year, um, so last year it was the sheep and the goats um, in Matthew. Because <laughs> um, it's the apocalypse. Um, Happy New Year. This is all coming to an end. Uh-huh. And but, that's good news. But that is good news from uh, the Christian standpoint. You have the whole fact that all of this is us coming to do we understand who Jesus is, which mm-hmm. is really yes. what plays into our verse that we're looking at. Bartimaeus did. Yeah. And he acted on that, and that is part of why he was healed. He acted on it, and then it went further. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And so this, you know, you can use this for analogy for a lot of things in Christian life. Right. Yeah. Um, as a good Methodist theologian, we're all, you know, I'm always going to see the like, yes. And then the, this is the beginning of a journey, not the end of the journey. Yes. Right. He is healed. And, and for us, we, in, in our moment of salvation, we are set free. Um, we are healed for something. <laughs> we are set free for something. Um, it is not the end point. It is the, uh, the midpoint. Um, it is a goal, but it is not the goal. Right. Yeah. The goal is to continue on. It's not so to- long. Thanks for all the fish yet. <laughs> no, not yet. But like uh, Joe said, congratulations. You're all going to die. Yeah. Which makes I mean, me think of, I've traveled many miles. I also perform many miracles to say this. <laughs> You're all evil. There is no hope. That is all. 
Thank you. <laughs> luckily that's not the reality of what uh, luckily that's a joke right? that's it's funny a yeah, joke. it's a joke because it's not true yeah it, it's you are going to die but guess what so am I and yeah. then I'm going to come back and that's kind of what he's telling them they do like here, Facebook flag congratulations yeah <laughs> you're going to die <laughs> you're good <laughs> but yeah I mean this guy this guy demonstrates a lot of the stages of faith, right? And he also, I mean, in some ways, this these this scripture is paired kind of a week after we do we do the the heavy handed Job thirty eight, um, because this guy in his encounter with Jesus isn't Jesus. Why am I blind? Right? Yeah. It isn't. He he does like. I'm not knocking Job. Right? We all get to complain. One of the messages of Job yeah, is we yeah. all get to complain. Yeah, well, um, you just may not like the answer to your complaining, but you can say it, right? Job has a three-chapter-long complaint. I read part of it on Sunday, right? You want to go hear me, re- you know, look at Job 39 through th- 29 through 31. That whole set of chapters, three of them, is an extended poem of, jo- of Job suing God. Mark, 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 right? Mark. So you can bring your lawsuit against God. Job has become my hero. No, Job's great. Good. He should be. Yeah. Um, he sues God, he loses, and he keeps rolling. Um, he lo- and then Job 38 is God declaring that lawsuit. You've lost, dude. Um, and then 42, um, it, 41 or 42 is that dude, look, Job, looking at this guy and going, okay, you, hit me. Yeah, you, you got it, you got it. Um, and this guy has also gotten to the, you know, you got it. Um, uh, give me what you can, God. Have mercy on me. It isn't even a specific request. It is just have mercy on me. And Jesus gives him your faith that's made you well. It's yeah, like, which like he, he puts some... Oh, sorry, Stacey. I'm sorry. I was Go ahead. Gonna say, it's just like him selling out a court court case going, okay. Well, it's 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 like, you know, he, he's given an opportunity. You know, he's just, I'm, I'm putting myself at the mercy of God and whatever yeah. he wants to do, which then brings Jesus to ask him, well, what would you have? And yeah. he makes a sim- you know, very sensible request. You know, and, and, you know, as you were talking about the, uh, you know, not asking why am I blind? You know, we even have examples of others doing that with some other uh, healings that Jesus did of a blind man and them asking him, whose sin was it? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, it didn't any of that. It's just Don't that even, God gets the glory. That's all. Yeah. And, and this, a lot of the healing stories, any healing story is going to interface with Job because it's why didn't Jesus heal everyone? Why isn't everyone made physically well? Because one of the expectations, and this is why you can't just read the Gospels. You should read the Gospels, but you can't just read the Gospels because if you just read the Gospels. You think, well, Jesus healed people. Why am I not going to be healed? Yeah. You might be. You might be healed. In, everyone will be healed in the life to come. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, Right. Um, and you might get healed in this life, but you might not get physically healed. But God has something for you, whether it is physical healing, whether it is mercy, whether it is strength for the way, um, has something, right? But the, we a week after reading Job 38, we can't then immediately fall into the trap of, well, good things happen to good th- people and bad things happen to bad people. It's still not always no. true. Uh, well, and I like to point out to people, you know, uh, when Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda, based on what everybody believed, everyone around that pool was waiting to be healed. Yeah, there was one person, right, that Jesus healed. Right, and why? So it, 
and, 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 and the answer of Job is why? And, and, and God's response is my wisdom is far greater than yours. Yeah. So why this guy, they were probably knowing the structure of ancient cities. There were probably other people sitting at that roadside. Uh, with various issues, whether it's, you know, uh, couldn't walk, couldn't see, leprosy, for whatever reason, not allowed within the city gates. But Jesus reacted to this man's faith. Yes. He got Jesus' attention. He stopped. Yes. Bring him here. Let me see what he wants. Mm-hmm. So when we get Jesus' attention, get ready for a blessing that's coming. So that's what Bartimaeus got. He got his blessing. So it's almost kind of like uh, if you... Uh Example, you know, I call, uh, you know, Scott, you know, just Scott. If I call him by his Scott middle name, you know, what I mean? yeah. it's going to catch his attention well, more. I, I think it's, I, I then mean, I'm sure. think I'm in I, trouble, though. I think, <laughs> I think it's more, sh- this guy, it's not just about, it is about names, but it's about the meaning behind that name. Yeah. Right. And the meaning behind that name is this guy gets it. Right. This guy gets right. who Jesus is. But even, I, don't. What I, I guess my my concern anytime we do a healing miracle, and we do a few of them a year, um, is don't generalize this to then the 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 easy to write but all, often untrue sermon of it's you, if you pray you will be healed in this life. No. Yeah. And it just doesn't. It happens for this guy. I um, mean, happens for people in the modern day, right? Healing miracles continue to happen all the time, um, and I'm always overjoyed um, when they happen on the prayer list, but. Also, a lot of people we've prayed for um, in the past year, um, year and a half since we've been doing our, our prayer stuff. We've always been doing prayer, been doing this like very mm-hmm. public prayer stuff. A lot of them have died. We have, you know, we've buried a lot of people yeah. on our prayer list as well. Right. I um, mean, look what happened to me Tuesday. I mean, yeah, I lost my car and everything and the wreck and everything, but I walked away from it. So, yeah. I mean, I got pretty... Pretty lucky on that. No, know. no, no, no luck. It blessed. Yeah. Right, blessed. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like looking um, at the fact of you want to have more prayers answered than you need to be praying yes. more. Uh, uh-huh. you, you look at people like Michael Jordan, uh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth had you know for a while uh, leading stats with the uh, home runs. He also had leading stats with strikeouts. Yes, it's right. kind of interesting how that went. And I've, I've seen uh, there's some pretty big stats on how many shots Michael Jordan has missed as well. As one he's hit. And so it's like it comes to the fact of well, none of the prayers will get answered if you don't pray them. There's a there's a good uh, comment in here from Joe. Um, as long as we don't um, as we don't Jonah complain, but I don't want to save the Ninites. Wow, I'm gonna run away and pout. Yes, yeah, but even jo- yeah. but, but even Jonah doesn't get zapped. He does get to spend uh, some time in the belly of a fish. Um, which, you know, like uh, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> like tuna. Yeah, but I think, I think we can all identify with the, you know, yeah. we, we, in some ways it's also the same story as, um, uh, when Elijah has his absolute psychological break, um, and runs off into the woods, um, and the angels have to feed him, um, when, you know, look, yes. um, his, his little depressive thing yeah. comes down to him. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's crazy, but he None of them 
Did God in the conversation? Right. I like that we keep saying or the a couple of Sundays ago. Stay, stay in the, in the conversation, yeah. and that's what it comes down to. And uh, that's part of what happens here. Bartimaeus, uh, like Jenny says, he, he got his attention despite the crowd. Yeah, he wanted to get the conversation, and then we see that he stayed in, right. and kept following. And so he's working on that aspect that Wesley would refer to as sanctification. Right, right. that he's continuing on. on that journey. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And you right. know what? This goes back to what you were saying a minute ago about. Um, being persistent and, and and staying, you know, there and to not just like pray it and give up, just have one prayer and go, okay, well, I didn't get it. So well, and there's uh, one, you know, I, I I'm I'm bad at the parable, I'm bad at the me- the the exact memory, but that's a lot of the like the knock and the door shall be open, right? There are parables on persistence, right, mm-hmm. and not to let things get in your way, but even in those cases, the answer to your prayer may not look the way you want, uh-huh. right? right? When you are, you know, I, I know people, you know, my grandmother passed away um, Sunday morning um, or, or late Saturday night. And I know a lot of folks were praying for her to get well. But the truth is she was 88 or something, 80 something, late 80s. I'm bad with math. Um, she was in her late 80s, suffering from dementia, had been very sick for a long time. And so she is healed now, right? And so yeah. that prayer is answered. Um, she is healed. Right. God did have mercy on her. That's right. But in that case, the mercy on her was for her to, you know, slough out this mortal coil and join the choir invisible. Amen. Um, sometimes it is you get healed in this life. Sometimes that prayer is answered in a way you don't want. And that involves some suffering. And that's why, you, you know, it is to me, it was important to pair this scripture with Job with two runs from Job mm-hmm. over the past few weeks. So we can see what does it look like when. To know that God is with you in the depth of your suffering, even if that suffering doesn't change. Job, you know, recognizes his faith before the blessing comes, as does this guy, right? That's the thing they both have in common. They both confess God's power in their life before the blessing comes. Uh And then for both of them, the blessing does come. But that blessing for us may come in this life and may come in the next. Uh, Some uh, other good comments in here. Joe said, well, we don't know the depths of one's heart. Only God does. Uh, Jeannie saying, pray continuously. Yes. And I think both of those pair well, because, you know, the that's kind of was the point of last Sunday's message is yeah. we don't know everything God knows, and that's and okay. And we're not so, going to. No. Yeah, we're not going to. So definitely keep speaking to the man who does know everything. I mean, my, you know, I, I had one of the lines I had I had on screen um, uh, for the sermon was, this is not always good. This is not all going to make sense. Nope. It is not. You are not going to understand <laughs> don't everything. Don't try to figure it uh, out, folks. Right. And, and so... When you are wondering, why is this happening to me? You may never know, right? That guy doesn't know why he's blind. Maybe that guy was blind um, because God knew the heart he was going to have and that in his blindness, he was still going to be able to see Christ clearly and thus be instructive for us. Maybe that's the purpose he was blind. We don't know. Um, we're never going to, wait a minute, you know, maybe that guy found out when he got to heaven, hey God, it's great that you healed me. Why was I blind in the first place? reasonable question the answer is still i am god uh-huh. and you go absolutely the answer is 42 is he the first in mark to straight up call jesus the messiah which for those that know that's what son of david is saying it's saying he's the messiah he's the that's a great one. question that is a thing i have not looked up yet okay. um, i don't either i just gave myself a homework assignment that well that's a good question. he is not <laughs> so um we are in this season where um there is kind of this increasing 
increasing recognition mm-hmm. of who Christ is, right? Because the rich young ruler also is comes, you know, good teacher, good teacher. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is an which is an elevation of what he should have been called, which was actually what this guy said. This yeah. guy properly addressed Jesus as my son of David, but also my teacher, rabbi. Um and so clearly the rich young ruler even knows there's something super yeah. that he is more than a mere teacher, right? That and even Jesus' questions like, you know, no no saying? one is good except the Father. Like, why do you call me good? Going, ha, ah, you see something, don't you? Jesus loves that guy. It just yeah. you know, doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> but but that's on that guy, not on Jesus. Um and so I don't know if this is the first time the son of David language or the or the actual Messiah languages, but we are certainly through Mark 10 ramping up and now you have this huge crowd you know when he uh, on the end of the swing out it's just the disciples with him um now here on the way back there's this huge crowd this guy is has the son of david um and you know this is also one of those great the blind man truly sees Mm -hmm. right the great the great biblical Mm -hmm. ironies um the blind man truly sees um, and that's probably as good a place as any uh, to bring uh, this here podcast in for a landing. Um, look, we're sorry about the internet. I, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> it ain't my uh, fault. <laughs> but we will. Uh, we have a scheduling issue for next week. There will be a podcast next week. We just don't know when it is. Um, hopefully it will be same bat time, same bat channel. Um, if not, it may be like, Wednesday, uh, random time on Wednesday, um, or something. So, uh, uh, keep posted when we know we'll post on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Palestine grace church. Um, when the recording is going to be, I'll know when I get the schedule of this, I'm going to be at a conference Sunday through Tuesday, um, about the future of the United Methodist church. Um, and so I'll be learning about the future of the United Methodist church on, uh, uh, Sunday through Tuesday. Uh, so I don't yet have like that conference schedule. If I'm free in that six to seven o'clock block, then we'll just do it via zoom on its normal time. If not, what by the time by Monday, by sometime Monday, we'll have coordinated our schedules to, um, cause they're very complicated. They're like four, when you have four churches and a pumpkin patch in the mix, two churches with Wednesday night functions, everyone's got to ship a budget right now. There's just a lot. Um, there's just a lot. I, I spent my whole afternoon staring at the book of discipline and staring at a legal pad with the potential new board members for our church on it. So like, we're just in a weird season friends. Um, Anyways, I'll start rambling. Uh, this is it. There will be a show next week because I just don't believe in skipping shows. Uh, we just have no idea when it's going to be yet. Um, so, but if you have any feedback for this show, we will gladly read it on next episode if it didn't get in there. Um, you can leave a comment here on our Facebook page where we stream live, mm-hmm. usually Mondays at 6 o'clock, although we don't know when next week. We post it to YouTube after the fact uh, on our YouTube channel. We post it on our website. You can post a comment there, uh, palestinegrace.com slash videos. You can always email me, uh, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. Um, and if you need an audio-only version of this podcast, uh, great. It's available, too. You can use it when you're running or, you know, cleaning or whatever. Um, but, you know, the video, it, it, the cameras have gotten so darn good. Um, I, you know. I'm glowing. It's no longer racist against Brandy and me. Um, that camera, well, those cameras both hated extremely white yeah. people <laughs> and extremely chocolate-skinned people. It just did not. Hershey bar. Hershey bar, right? Like, it, you know, uh, you know what? You know, Dove soap. I, you know, Dove soap and Hershey bar, both of us. Uh, cookies and cream. Cookies and, hated the cookies and the cream. Um, 
We got rid of our racist. Got rid of the. Finally, got rid of the racist cameras. Um, anyways, uh, you can just search Scripture Talk uh, by Grace Church in your uh, podcatcher of choice. Um, and again, we'll be back next week at some point. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and fear not. Stay well. God is with us. Yeah.